Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a side of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches vacation.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Sentence. Where are the most dangerous roads in one part of our area? I'm Scott Gelman. How Fairfax County is trying to spread of spotted lanternflies. I'm Stetson Miller. Wall Street was green. Dow closing up 29. NASDAQ up 109. S&P up 10. WTOP at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Prosecutors say they'll release body cam video of Tyree Nichols' violent and ultimately deadly arrest later tonight. The five arresting officers have been fired. They're now charged with Nichols' death. Reporter Chris Fox is in Memphis. Rodney Wells, Tyree Nichols' stepfather, said he's satisfied with the police response that led to the quick firing and second-degree murder charges against the five officers accused in Tyree's death. More importantly, we want peace. We do not want any type of uproar. Nichols' mother, Rovon Wells, said she's brokenhearted and has not watched the video. But for me to find out that my son was calling my name and I was only feet away but did not even hear him, you have no clue how I feel right now. Chris Fox for CBS News, Memphis. Law enforcement agencies around the country are on alert for protests they hope won't be violent. That includes Minneapolis, near where a white police officer was convicted of killing George Floyd nearly three years ago. WCC Rusty Ray. It's readying its emergency operations plan in the event of any disruptions if people choose to protest. That includes coordinating with all city and neighboring agencies and even having fencing ready to help support key infrastructure. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she won't watch the just-released body cam video of the attack on her husband Paul last year. A judge says the man who pepper-sprayed police officer Brian Sidnick during the Capitol insurrection should spend nearly seven years in prison. Seems to be a Christopher Cruz is in Washington. Sicknick died of a stroke the day after the attack. His family had asked the judge to impose the harshest possible penalty. Prosecutors asked for a seven-and-a-half-year prison term for 32-year-old Julian Cater, who pleaded guilty last year to two counts of assaulting police. Former Vice President Mike Pence says he takes full responsibility for the classified documents found at his home. He blames a flurry of last-minute packing at the end of the Trump administration. While I was not aware that those classified documents were in our personal residence, let me be clear. Those classified documents should not have been in my personal residence. Mistakes were made. But Pence says that's no excuse. He says he and his attorneys are cooperating with investigators. Police in Jerusalem say the death toll is now seven after a Palestinian gunman opened fire outside a synagogue in East Jerusalem. Three other people wounded before police shot and killed the gunman. CBS's Robert Berger on what's next. If he was actually sent by Hamas, then you might see Israel actually take 
action against Hamas in Gaza. If he was like a lone wolf acting on his own uh, here in Jerusalem, then it might be a, a different response. The Dow closed up 29. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Well, hello, everybody. It is 6.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Friday. Woo! January the 27th, 41 degrees. I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story we're following this hour. It continues to be the possibility of protests tonight after the world watches the video of Memphis police officers viciously beating Tyree Nichols. Nichols died three days after that violent traffic stop back in early January. D.C. police have activated all officers in anticipation of citywide demonstrations. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conte says the department welcomes people peacefully exercising their First Amendment rights. But he doesn't want to see any violence or property destruction. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green says protesters will be feeding off the police's response to tonight's demonstrations. Normally, it doesn't all end with the drop of a hat. If there's a significant response in any place or multiple places, it usually takes a while for it to end. And this is where, again, patience comes in. And police need to do everything they can to not exacerbate whatever the situation is they're facing. And so I do think that it could go on if there is anything beyond, well beyond today, but it depends on how police handle it. The video has been described as showing an inhumane attack. It'll be released at 7 o'clock this evening. Keep it here on WTOP for details as they develop. New tonight, the January 6th rioter who assaulted Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick with bear spray has been sentenced to 80 months in prison. Dozens of Capitol Police officers were in the courtroom for the sentencing of 32-year-old Julian Cater after he pleaded guilty to assaulting officers with a dangerous weapon. Now, Sicknick died the day after the attacks, and while it was ruled to be a natural of natural causes, Cater's actions that day contributed. The nearly seven-year sentence is minus the nearly two years he served in the D.C. jail since being arrested. 605, road safety is top of mind for Montgomery County lawmakers who want to end serious crashes involving cars, people, and cyclists. Some of Montgomery County's most dangerous roads are in places like Germantown, Gaithersburg, Rockville, and Wheaton. Bethesda Beat reports the stretch of Shady Grove Road from Frederick Road to Mid-County Highway had 14 serious or deadly collisions from 2015 to 2019. And the part of Georgia Avenue from University Boulevard West to Forest Glen Road had 28 in that time frame. The county monitors dangerous roads using a high-injury network. That includes people seriously hurt or killed in a crash where they were either inside or outside of the car, according to Wade Holland, who's the county's Vision Zero coordinator. He says the total number of crashes are down compared to before the pandemic, but the hotspots remain the same. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. There's a new e-scooter service coming to the district. It is called Veal Ride and will round out the fleet that includes Lime, Lift, and Spin. Since 2018, more than 11 million trips have been made on shared e-bikes and e-scooters in the district, covering more than 15 million miles. Now to the latest on local efforts to stop the spread of those dreaded spotted lanternflies. This spring, one county will fight them by getting rid of a tree they like to feed on. They will target Tree of Heaven, so wherever those are, that's where... 
likely there will be big explosions. That's Fairfax County Urban Forester Catherine Layton, who says the spotted lanternflies have been here in the county since last summer. She's part of the team that's trying to remove those tree of heaven here at Blake Lane Park in Oakton to try to stop the further lanternflies. And they'll be expanding efforts to get rid of them after recently getting a $20,000 grant from Dominion Energy, says ecologist Patricia Greenberg. So with that grant, we'll be able to purchase trees, to work with volunteers, to plant um, and reforest to create healthy wildlife habitat. In Oakton, Stetson Miller, WTOP News. After traffic and weather, we're going to talk more about that vicious killing of a Memphis man with Yamiche Sindor of Washington Week. 607. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Dave, congratulations on the engagement. You nailed that moment. Got it just right. Jessica was blown away. Well, I can't take all the credit. I had a little help. Oh, yeah? Dominion Jewelers designed the perfect ring for Jessica. You know, Valentine's Day's coming up. You thinking about popping the question to Kim? Shh. But yes, I am. Well, don't wait. Call Dominion Jewelers and start planning her moment. Dominion Jewelers. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. Visit DominionJewelers.com today. By appointment only. WTOP at 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sean, an on-road demonstration in downtown Washington, part of K Street Northwest, blocked near McPherson Square with protesters blocking lanes on K near 13th and 14th. 395 Southeast Southwest Freeway, no incidents. DC 295 northbound slow near Benning Road. The crash from last hour happened in the left lane and northbound traffic remains slow into the 6 o'clock hour on 295, both ways in fact. On the Capitol Beltway, the slowest traffic at the moment is in Virginia between Tyson's and Merrifield on the outer loop. The crash between 66 and 50 still blocking two left lanes. Prince William County, Lake Ridge, Old Bridge Road, westbound jammed from Antietam Road past Smoketown Road. SUV rolled over. At Springwoods Drive, westbound traffic was stopped, eastbound only able to get by to the right on Old Bridge Road. 95 northbound near Prince William Parkway. The participants in the crash moved themselves over onto the left shoulder, then the left lane uh, was reblocked northbound. Southbound, some heavy traffic into Woodbridge, typical of a Friday evening. On the Beltway in Maryland, some slow patches of traffic through Landover, Silver Spring, and Bethesda, but better than last hour, 270 rush hour, all but over. Baltimore-Washington Parkway still slow in a few spots between Greenbelt and Laurel. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Okay, it's Friday night. That means tomorrow is the weekend. Here's Amelia Draper. Mainly clear skies out there on your Friday night with lows in the 20s to low 30s. Throughout these evening hours, expect temperatures in the 30s and 40s for tomorrow. We'll have highs in the low to mid-50s with plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow looks to be a great day to hit the slopes or just dine outdoors. And by the way, sunset now right around 525. On Sunday, skies become cloudy with some scattered afternoon and evening rain showers possible. High temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. 
I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We are dropping below the 40-degree mark in most spots tonight. We're 37 in Ashburn. We've got 38 in Rockville, 38 in downtown D.C. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 610. Within the next hour, police in Memphis are expected to make public the video of the arrest and beating of a man who died days after the attack. It's described as appalling and worse, and cities across the country are preparing for possible demonstrations. And Washington is one of those cities. Joining us live with more tonight, Yamish Alcindor, host of Washington Week on PBS. Yamish, good to have you back. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. So the killing of George Floyd a few years ago nearly brought bipartisan police reform together on Capitol Hill. Ultimately, those talks collapsed. From what we are seeing in this particular case, could this have any impact on the future of police reform in this country? I mean, it's a great question. I'm not quite sure that we know the answer to that, because what we know is that in the summer of 2020, when we all witnessed George Floyd get strangled to death by the knee of an officer, we can say he was murdered because the officer is now in prison for for murder. Um, this was a nation that, that demanded change. Um, on Capitol Hill, there was bipartisan talks and things seemed to be moving. And then we saw a really fierce backlash. And now we have states banning books related to race relations. We have people that are winning elections saying that they're going to stop critical theory and talk of, of slavery. We also, of course, have AP African-American studies courses being banned and, and, and blocked in states like Florida. So I think we're a nation that has a push and pull. That is the history of this country. We take some steps forward, like when we, when we freed the slaves and freed enslaved people, and then we take some steps back, and we have the Ku Klux Klan and, and what came after that era. So I think in some ways it's a, it's a question we have to ask in Washington, what more can be done um, when it comes to legislation to try to prevent police brutality and the fact that, that African Americans are killed at sometimes two to three times the rates of whites, but we just simply don't know. You know, what makes this case different, and I don't need to tell you, is that all of the people involved are African-Americans. So in this particular case, the issue isn't white police officers and a black victim. It's really about policing, period. Can you talk about that? It's a, it really is important to point out that all five of these police officers who are charged with murder are African-American. It's also important to point out that civil rights leaders and policing experts that I've talked to for years have always pointed out that racial bias doesn't mean you have to be white to have racial bias. You can be an African-American person and have racial bias against your own ethnic, ethnic group. You can be a Hispanic person who has biases against Latinos and, and other Hispanic people. So really there is a, an issue here when it comes to you're talking and, and talking to civil rights leaders, there's an issue of hearts and minds in this country um, and who is perceived as criminal. And that does not mean that black officers don't look at black people and say, oh, that person could be a criminal based, frankly, on possible racial profiling. So I think while policing is definitely at the heart of this, race cannot be separated from this based on my reporting. So I think it is an issue of both. It is an issue of blue and black in this issue. Um, and I think that you're going to hear that over and over again, and which is why you have Ben Crump, who is the police, who is the attorney, rather, 
for the family of Tyree Nichols. He said we have to talk about institutionalized police culture, and it's this unwritten law that you can, can engage in excessive force against black and brown people. So he's talking about institutional racism. He's talking about bias, and that is not at all something that just gets pushed off the table because these officers are African-American. Yamish, an important show for you tonight. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Yamish. Thanks so much. Yamish Alcindor is the moderator of Washington Week on PBS. Catch it tonight at 8 on TV 26. 614. When you hear Diamonds Direct, it's not just a catchy name designed to give the illusion of value. Our name is who we really are. Diamonds Direct was started by diamond cutters a quarter of a century ago. At our very core is a commitment to cut out the middleman and deliver extreme value in exquisite diamonds. Today, that's more true than ever. With our direct access to diamonds straight from the mines. Diamonds that we then cut and polish. Exquisite diamonds up to 15 and 20 carats in all shapes and sizes. It's an advantage other jewelers only dream of. By overseeing the entire process, we know for a fact Diamonds Direct is truly direct. So this year, as value becomes more important than ever, rest assured that Diamonds Direct's unique status in the world diamond market guarantees you the best no middleman direct importer price, period. And even with this extreme value promise, at Diamonds Direct, you still get an unbeatable selection, transparent education, a luxurious shopping experience, superior customer service, no compromises. It's not having a cool name or clever advertising. It's the truth. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. On WTOP, here's what happened on Wall Street. The Nasdaq rallied 1% today. Why Silver Diner just had an auction. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hey, Frank Hammerham. Hey, Hillary Howard. We got some news concerning Patrick Mahomes. He will start at quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. There's the worst-kept secret. Chiefs coach Andy Reid confirming that his guy Mahomes is going to start for Kansas City in the AFC title game against Cincinnati uh, this Sunday at Arrowhead. Mahomes, of course, suffered that high ankle sprain to his right leg in last week's divisional round playoff win over the Jaguars. Chiefs now favored by one and a half over upstart Cincinnati. NFC title game Sunday at 3, Philadelphia, San Francisco. Eagles a two-and-a-half point favorite. Well, guess who's heading to Florida today? Well, not me. The Nationals equipment truck departing Nats Park as it's headed to West Palm Beach. The truck contains approximately, I think they have more than one truck, 35,000 pounds of equipment, including 650 dozen baseballs. That's a lot of baseballs. Pitchers and catchers report February 15th. Frank Hanran, WTOB Sports. All right, Frank, thanks. It is 6-17 here on WTOP. The man who used to run Metro was picked to run Maryland's Department of Transportation. Paul Wiedefeld faces another step before his first day on the job. Maryland Governor Wes Moore chose Paul Wiedefeld to run the state's Department of Transportation at a time when the Purple Line continues to lag behind schedule and concerns over congestion and a plan to put toll lanes on I-270 remain. Senate President Bill Ferguson on the importance of the position. Right now, I mean, investments in transportation are going to be one of the most important priorities that the state of Maryland has. Ferguson, who's on the Senate committee that vets Moore's picks, says Wiedefeld previous background, leading the Maryland Aviation Administration and the Transit Administration are pluses. He knows the unique nature of our transportation department. No date has yet been set for Wiedefeld's appearance before the Senate panel. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working at WTOP. Police departments across the country are bracing for possible protests and backlash after video is released tonight showing the altercation that killed a Memphis man, the beating. 
Those who have seen the video call it appalling. Meantime, video of an intruder beating former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, in their San Francisco home is now released. And you can see the graphic video at WTOP.com. The man who used bear spray to attack fallen U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick was formally sentenced in federal court today. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the eights. Here's Dave Dildine. Okay, a couple dozen protesters have gathered downtown near the 13th Street K Street intersection. Part of that intersection is blocked by DC police uh, for this demonstration. On the freeways, though, traffic is moving without incident on 395 and 695 along with I-295. However, on DC-295, northbound traffic is jammed from the 11th Street Bridge past Pennsylvania Avenue toward a crash near Benning Road that was blocking the left lane. Southbound traffic is slow alongside it. The southbound lanes of 295 are open. But also, this one is slowing the pace for drivers coming from RFK outbound on the Whitney Young Bridge to go north on DC-295. That is where that crash happened near the merge. On the Beltway in Virginia, outer loop still slow from the Dulles Toll Road past I-66. But right this very second, authorities are clearing the crash on the outer loop between 66 and Arlington Boulevard. And the last safety service vehicle is driving away. And all lanes are open now on the outer loop. Lake Ridge, a rollover crash, an SUV on its side, and part of Old Bridge Road closed Westbound west of Smoketown Road, traffic remains blocked there. Eastbound traffic getting by by staying right slowly on Old Bridge Road. 95 northbound near Prince William Parkway, the left lane is blocked at a crash. Southbound volume delays at the Occoquan are brief. 66, rush hour is over. In Maryland, 270, good from Rockville toward Frederick. 15 northbound, still slow from 270 toward West Patrick Street. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, still heavy at a few spots near Goddard and the Laurel exits. Now open Metro Silver Line extension connecting you to six new stations, including Dulles Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's go to Storm Team 4 and we check out that weekend forecast with Amelia Draper. Mainly clear skies out there on this Friday night. It is a cold night across the area as temperatures for the evening hours will be in the 40s and 30s and overnight lows in the 20s to low 30s. A low here in Washington, right around freezing. For tomorrow, mostly to partly sunny highs in the low to mid-50s. Beautiful day. Temperatures will be warmer tomorrow than today. Skies become cloudy on Sunday with some scattered afternoon and evening showers possible and highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. A bit of a breeze as well. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Okay, let's talk about these temperatures. Down to 38 in Upper Marlboro. High is Centerville. You're at 37 degrees. Washington, D.C., 41. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Up ahead on WTOP. Getting real in Montgomery County about drug use among students. This is Kyle Cooper. 621. The Washington Post raves the National Symphony Orchestra sounds stronger than ever. Experience the magic live this February in the majestic Kennedy Center Concert Hall. February 2nd and 4th, the NSO welcomes young Italian pianist Beatrice Rana, whose award-winning talent the New York Times describes as fearless, 
genius, and an exhilarating rush of speed and color. In her highly anticipated NSO debut, she performs Schumann's exquisite piano concerto. Riveting, romantic, and a perfect showcase for Rana's ferocious technique. Charismatic conductor James Gaffigan closes the evening with Dvorak Symphony No. 7, a dark extravaganza of mystery and wild heroic drive. Then, join us February 9th through 11th when Christoph Urbanski leads Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring, along with Prokofiev's Violin Concerto No. 2, performed by Francesca Dago. Immerse yourself in the raw energy and emotion of the National Symphony Orchestra. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. This is WTOP News. 623. Earlier this week, a 15-year-old girl reportedly overdosed at a high school in Silver Spring. She was able to be revived, but her case is just one of many plaguing Montgomery County Public Schools. Now parents and educators plan to sit down tomorrow to address the recent surge in student overdoses. There's been a spike in overdoses and schools have had to revive students with the drug Narcan 11 times since the school year began. That and solutions will get discussed at a meeting at Clarksburg High School. Mental health and substance abuse prevention advocate Laura Mitchell. You should never think those three most dangerous words, not my kid, and that you should always be prepared and know that if they are leaving your house, they are being exposed. Narcan training will take place at the meeting as well, and Narcan kits to help reverse an overdose will be given out. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A group of, a group of teens from Prince William County face some pretty serious charges connected to a shooting and several stolen vehicles. The three teens, two of them 14-year-old boys, have been arrested for a shooting that happened January 15th in Triangle. The teens are accused of firing multiple shots at a residence before getting away in a stolen vehicle. Prince William County Police have since arrested all three and are now connecting them to 20 stolen or attempted stolen vehicles in the area. All of the thefts happened between January 12th and the 16th. The teens are expected to face grand larceny charges. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. If you own a Ford SUV, you want to listen here. The car company is recalling nearly 383,000 SUVs because of a faulty touch screen that may not display a camera image when backing up. The recall covers certain 2020 to 23 Ford Explorers and Lincoln Aviators, as well as some 2020 to 2022 Lincoln Corsairs. More info at WTOP.com. Search recalls. 
Money News at 25 and 55 after the hour. Dave Dildine, what's going on? You mean Jeff Claybaugh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's 625. This, I've got, been up since like 430. Well, that's so. okay. Dave probably knows a lot about money, but <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Jeff here. The Dow ended the day up just under 30 points. The S&P 500 index up 10, but the Nasdaq rallied 109 points. That was a 1% gain for the Nasdaq. The Fed's inflation breaks appear to be working. The Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation slowed to 5% in December, the smallest annual inflation reading since late 2021. Defense contractors are benefiting from rising military budgets globally. False Church-based Northrop Grumman has a backlog of business that has more than twice its annual sales. Silver Diner just raised $20,000 at a charity auction of memorabilia from its recently closed Clarendon location. One bidder paid $1,900 for a Silver Diner wall clock. Silver Diner says the same bidder bought five things and plans to make a mini diner in his own home. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by General Dynamics Information Technology. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Evolve your world. Apply now at GDIT.com slash careers. Up ahead on WTOP, we're about a half an hour away from video being released by Memphis police of that vicious beating of Tyree Nichols, who died three days after the early January traffic stop. And we're getting word of protests in downtown D.C. tonight already. We're going to check in on that coming up. 620.